Bad hockey game. Yeah, but it's not good. No, it was uh, dog shit. I mean, the team hasn't played for 16 days, and the NHL team—it's the Phantoms—and the, and the Flyers stole all their players. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. But we were great. We were—I don't know. I you was, were you were fantastic, sir. No. I the way a, you push those buttons, <laughs> I think figuratively I, and literally. Yeah. <laughs> we had fun. It was it was it was fun for when a, when a game's that bad, you just have to pass the time any way you can. And uh, we did, we did that. But uh, yeah, so we're a little late, <clears throat> but we're here. And uh, there's the air yesterday and this morning before the storm was like ninety percent pollen. So if I lose mm -hmm. my voice in the first like five minutes of the show tonight, uh, oh, and you were talking all night, and I was talking all night, yeah, because yeah. it's my job to do that. I was by the end of it, and I was kind of one, two. <laughs> oh yeah, it was yeah. Oh yeah, my my head was pounding, my eyes were on fire. I walked out this morning, and before all the my black strange... truck was like yellow. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah just coded in it i'm like oh that explains it and then it snowed yeah like a really bad thunderstorm came around uh around noonish one o'clock and then mm -hmm. it just dropped like noonish from 71 degrees driving in to about 40 39 40 degrees it's fucking yeah. crazy it's freaking crazy but nonetheless we're here. Yeah, I'm in my toasty basement. I got a f electric fire roaring behind me. Oh. I'm like FDR without the and I sick got, wheels. I got my hands on a box of Ghostbusters Afterlife cereal Ooh. with those adorable mini uh, marshmallow, mini Stay Puffs on it, mini puffs. Um, so yeah, I want look for my review soon. I'm gonna compare it as best as I can to the old cereal, the Ralston Ralston Purina. Ghostbusters cereal, that's like my Proust's Madeleines, the Ghostbusters cereal. Like yes, it, uh, he, he's, I didn't go to fancy school. It's it's kind of like um, Rosebud. Gotcha. Yeah. Thanks. That's all you had to. So um, I'm pretty sure I I have a few boxes of not full but old empty boxes of Ghostbusters cereal. I'll compare ingredients. Well, you know, we'll get a full comparison, and I'll, I'm going to try to recreate the best I can the original cereal. So we'll see how that turns out. Look for that uh, this weekend. Um, we got some reviews, Squeezer. Oh, I love these. These make me feel so good. Right. So this one's uh, on April 13th from Joe versus Vol Volcano. It just reeks of 
of our friend Eric from Texas, but nonetheless. <laughs> He gave it a donut and an eggplant, five stars. This podcast is kind of like pizza. Even bad pizza is pretty good. <laughs> but Squeezer is the pizza and RK is the indigestion. <laughs> okay. And then uh, here's here's one that's not a hating on RK. In fact, Wait, that was it? That, that was, was the it. entire review? Those are five stars, though, so I'll take it. Very concise. I like it. Yes. Then on uh, Monday, we had one that said, might just be my favorite podcast. Five stars from Lids Mama. Can we get an impression of the Ultimate Warrior and Vince in conversation? Oh, Christ. I must oblige my fan, Squeezer. I can't just not. Uh, can Fan. Yes. Fan, please. Well, Singular. You're getting it. So this is what I would imagine a conversation between Vince and Ultimate Warrior sounded like. I'm taking my headphones <clears throat> off a little bit, so everyone do the same. If you're in a car, stick your head out the window. Right, and uh, I hope you have a speaker insurance, because this might blow them out. <clears throat> hey, hey, pal. You've been warned. Hey, pal. Well, you said, Pat told me you wanted to talk. You wanted to have a meeting about money. Well, what can I talk to you about? The gods from heaven above, and the spirits of all the universe. Have made more money wrestling than I have at SummerSlam 91. It's an atrocity. Hey, pal. I need you to go out there and I do. you got to get what you get. It's how uh, there's no guaranteed money here at the WWF. you got to go out there and woo the crowd. Make them hot. God damn it. That'd be good shit if you went out there. Lost that vascularity. I know that all the ultimate warriors from all around the planet demand I get a 10% bump. <laughs> oh, that's the best I can do. <laughs> I don't know why I took a sip right before you started doing warrior. And it's just the incessant low mumbling of nonsensical um, space magic. Spir uh, spirituality <laughs> squeezer. Spir sorry, spirituality, sure. Yeah. Uh, Good evening, Ishmael. Speaking of what ways I annoy all our listeners, I won't say fans, I'll say listeners. Yes. Uh, Tiger King's in the news, and so is that bitch Carol Baskin. No oh, shit. What'd she do now? Um, so apparently she offered to help. She said she would drop charges against him and help get him out of prison if he helped their crusade to ban... Oh, yeah, I'm going to need a cough drop. He helped to proceed the ban, basically what he ran, Big Cat Farms or whatever the fuck it is. Mm -hmm. So he, he basically was like, she could put her fucking cunt money where her fucking mouth is. <laughs> like He's really rude, but saying he'd help. <laughs> she could get me, get Joe Biden on the fucking phone and get, because that's number one priority. We're in a pandemic. The economy was down. People are jobless. People are homeless. People don't know what the future is. For them, but, you know, getting Joe Exotic out of prison is Joe Biden's number one priority. Donald Trump didn't even do it. It's a bunch of malarkey, man. It's my Biden. What do you think? I uh, Come on, man. Come on, Joe. We're from one Joe to another. Be cool. <laughs> I mean, I guess, yeah, your impression of Joe Biden doing an impression of someone trying to be cool. 
Fuck you, you old son of a bitch. Get me out of fucking prison. And secondly, do you want to be my fifth fucking husband? <laughs> it, it's it's smart on Carol. I think uh, Carol woke up to the fact that she's not uh, in the news anymore. No, so right. yeah, it's like they they need each other. Yeah, it's symbiotic or symbiotic, yes. as they said in the Venom movie. Oh, you hear that, Squeezer? Yeah, I, there's our sponsorship money coming in right here. That's a sound of three delicious Samuel Adams summer ales, even though it's winter outside. Yes. Doesn't... Why do you pour them all at once? Like, doesn't it get warm? No. <laughs> oh, sorry. Who am I talking to? <laughs> like, I, I have the common... I have a little... I have a nice little cooler bag with an ice pack in there. I keep them all nice and cold. Yeah, but I have a giant mug. I got to fill it. Oh, fair enough. Can't argue that logic. My grandfather used to drink bush out of this tiny little porcelain cup. He'd pour a little in there and drink. <laughs> and drink. He'd salt it. He'd salt it. Uh, yep. And then oh, drink it out of there. Old... And eat eat saltines and dry roasted <laughs> peanuts. And that's it. That's what he lived on. Yeah, it's been a while since I've done Terry Funk either. I mean, if I'm already pissing the fans off, I might as well. Oh, just God damn it, Joe. <laughs> Like Squeezer. I didn't, honestly, I heard I heard you say I haven't done Terry Funk in a while, and I I didn't even look. I'm like, oh, Joe's here. <laughs> oh, Squeezer, I'm supposed to wrestle down in Houston this weekend, but I don't know if I can do it. I hear Carol Baskin's trying to get Joe Exotic out of prison. Your mom's a whore. <laughs> Heavens to Megatron, the Funkster's back. <laughs> oh God. Exit stage left. <laughs> you realize it was like a year ago when all this started. Yeah. Well, no, no, it's been going on in my head for years. They just started, well, for years, but it, they started requesting them. Air. Yeah, they started requesting them about a year ago. Like, oh, RK can do various bad impressions that sound like weird versions of himself. Let's hear them all. <laughs> do you realize, like, I I know we talk nonsense, but like. Could you imagine being on one of those morning shows where you have to do it every, five days a week for like three hours? Yeah. yeah. I yeah. couldn't imagine. Well, you know what they kind of got down to on Howard? Like Fred basically, he's just doing impressions of the, like Ronnie and uh, and uh, JD and like the character and Baba Booey. Like they just, it's just like us at work where we, you know. Just make fun of each other. Yeah. yeah make fun it's... of each other. Set each other up for failure. Try to get each other in trouble. Like, right, right. And it's all in good fun. I, you, I'm like, I, I'm I literally realize... the Howard of the group because I'm the boss, and I'm, I'm, you know, I'm just sitting there like, uh, waiting for the court to make me laugh. Well, like, humiliating I, my employees in front of me. Yeah. Well, it took me midway through the game to realize that now I'm in trouble because the guy that I set up to try to get in trouble knows that I did it now. <laughs> Yeah, but I took your idea and I threw you under the bus for it. I appreciate that. Yeah, but trying disparaging you to him while he's on speakerphone over an intercom <laughs> to twenty other employees. I know he thinks we hate each other. I know it's fantastic. It is. It's I mean, we do, but yeah, you know, in a love hate way. Sim, like like we say, it's uh, symbiotic. Symbiotic. Symbi symbiotic. Symbiotic. I can't say it wrong. Anthropomorphic. Anthropomorphic. Ah, oh, yes. that's when. Uh... Oh yeah, cooking segments. 
Yeah, imagine if we did cooking segments on an audio podcast. I'd listen. <laughs> just frying noises. And now well, it would be like Ari, just cooking onions. Yeah. <laughs> Who? Ari Shafir. Who's this? He's a comic. No. But like his intro is just him talking to himself over the stove cooking onions. That's very Squeezer-esque in my opinion. It is. I appreciate it. I can... Uh, nothing like a good caramelized onion snack. Uh, I, I wanted now that Scott's making paninis in the lunchroom with a foreman. I should just get a flat top in there so you could just cook oh, onions God. and piss Jason off all day. It it, it smelled it smelled like the the prison cell from Goodfellas. <laughs> uh, squeezer Cooking steaks uh, in a pan. One day I came in and it's it smelled like like death warmed over in the hallway and I'm like what's that smell? And Squeezer's like oh I got Filipino barbecue. It's a really good place. I go there once a week now. They know me now. And, and then when you got your your meat smoker every day, you brought in leftovers and it smelled like a bag of beef jerky in the hallway. Yeah, it was delicious. Would you would you rather it smell like a bunch of like an Italian uh, bunch of grubby, you know, like a locker room? No. So I put the little wall things in. Yeah. yeah. The scent things. I like it to smell like laundry throughout the building. Mm-hmm. Not beef jerky. <laughs> the meat jerk and beef boys. Well, if it were up to me, my laundry would smell like beef jerky. So. Yeah, well, touche. Tide, get on that. Make one of those scentfuls. Jack Link's. I'm sure they own that company. Uh, everyone, Yeah, everyone owns somebody. Right. Or is it vice? It's always vice versa. It's not the one you think. Jack Links probably owns Tide. True. True. Yeah. yeah. Shine J- it, Jack company. Links owns Tide and Viacom. <laughs> That's why they can't disparage Jack Links on like Engadget because it's owned by mm-hmm. Viacom, which is owned by Jack Links. Um, you excited for the Mar? Uh, the Falcon Winter Soldier finale and. Two days. I am, and it feels like it's been forever. Cause part of me is like, I keep checking, like I felt like I missed it. What do you mean? You know, like it should, like it should have aired the last episode. I felt like should have aired Friday already. Like it's been so long since the last episode. No. Nah. Like I'm just waiting for. I know, but I'm no. like waiting for it, and it, it's almost. It's like I'm like a little kid at Christmas now. Like when's it gonna be Friday, so I can then watch it sometime Saturday or Sunday. And they uh, wrapped Hawkeye already. They're churning these shows out. So they wrapped Hawkeye, and we get, we're getting Loki in June. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be a bit of a... After this weekend, we're going to have a bit of a lull in the month of May till we get Loki, which is good. You need a little... Yeah, if there was any question if uh, Disney Plus was worth it for... Even if, even if you just pay 10 bucks a month just to get like a stream of Marvel shows... Say hi, and then throw in some Mandalorian. Say hi to everybody. Oh, that's adorable. She just comes in to say hi. <laughs> Little Schmoffer. Is that your chair or a cat? That's Schmoffin. <laughs> oh, okay. It's when she purrs and meows at the same time. It, it trills. Ah. Okay, uh... 
I guess there's really not much else to talk about. No. I mean, there's there's uh, Marvel shows. There's oh the new IMAX. Ooh. God damn it. What's that? Oh yeah, you did. You, wait, did you pull the trigger on that? No, they didn't come out with what I want. It's I have the 27 inch, and they came out with 24 inches. Oh. So you're not even the you most, don't care about the chipset. You, know, you want the screen. I need. I, well, I need both. And th- these ones both. you can only spec out to like. Like I'm willing to spend like five grand on this thing, and you can only make a seventeen hundred dollar one with two. Uh, ter- yeah, that, I thought that was kind of odd. Right, with two terabytes of storage. I need like, and I'm sure it's the M1's limitation, so they might mm-hmm. wait till like M1X or M2 that has like they could add more Thunderbolt ports, they could add a bigger hard drive, they could add more onboard memory. Because I want the thirty-two gigs of RAM, I want the four terabytes or eight terabytes onboard storage. I want sixty ports across the back. <laughs> no they don't want to give you that choice it's like it's like uh i'm not gonna say i'll be specific i won't say ours but like comcast where it's like you can either get uh 25 down and five up or one gig they don't want to give you that middle of the road 5k imac like we have anymore no it's either you get this or you go with the pro and you drop 15 uh no, I th- I think they are. The rumor is it's a thirty-one inch that's coming out, but I think they have. I think they had to wait till they could get a better. Those some make some sick rims. I don't know what that means. Yeah, I don't know what that meant either. I I hear people say it. What's YouTube. that noise? Uh oh, but and oh shit, yeah. Friday. What do I? Is there a noise? What do I watch first? Do I watch Falcon and Winter Soldier or do I watch Mortal Kombat first? Can you hear me? What's that? There was a noise on your end. Oh, but just like not... a Marie? Yeah. Yeah. Like that? Yeah. Uh, that was my uh, hot water heater firing up. Oh. Oh, yeah. Mortal Kombat. Or... Mortal Kombat's in the drive-in here. It's at, it's at both Shankweilers and Becky's. Oh. Do I say, sorry, honey, I'm going to the drive-in to watch Mortal Kombat. No, nah, I'll just sit in the comfort of my own couch and watch it there. Hey, you guys aren't far now. You go to Shank's. Yeah. I'll take the kids. Yeah, Mortal Kombat and Congress Godzilla. It's a perfect night for the kids. Ooh. That is, that's a that's a good lineup. It is a it's a good double feature. That's a very good double feature. And you could Shanks they let you bring booze, so you could bring a couple beers. And who knows? I from what I understand, I'm gonna need it for Kong and Godzilla and it's Mortal Kombat. I'm not gonna get my hopes up. I'm excited for it, but I'll probably be drinking halfway yeah. through that well, one no, too, or I'll get halfway through and then turn on the old one. Just Kong versus Godzilla was okay. Yeah, all right. Yeah, it was. I mean, the whole subplot with the girl from Stranger Things didn't need to be in the movie. <laughs> okay, well, yes, but it was still fun. Like, um, like the the Godzilla v v's Kong almost immediately in the movie. Like they're being like immediately. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah, I'll, I'll get to it eventually. It's like the opposite of wrestling. Whereas like Kong versus Godzilla, you just want to get to the fighting. Whereas wrestling, it's like ah, oh, I I want to watch the promos and the entrances. Yeah. yeah. And the run-ins. Like mm-hmm. I don't care about the wrestling. Right. I don't. I mean, I do, but I'm weird like that. Okay, uh, let's start. We're talking toys from 1986. We have our whole um, summer schedule, which I'll get to at the end of the show. 
You should call in sick, Joe. Um, but oh, I might do it too. <laughs> in the meantime, let's talk uh, 1986 toys, Squeezer. And I believe I, I go first this week, right? Yes, it's your turn. Yeah. All right. Here is my first toy. This isn't something I I had, but it's doesn't mean it's not something I wanted. Imagine Eternia. Eternia. Imagine the gate of fangs. Eternia. Batteries not included. Imagine the soaring sky tracks. Figure sold separately. The cavern of justice. Eternia. Imagine the power lift to the control chamber. At last, from the masters of the universe, the world you've always imagined can be yours. So this actually did come out in 86, Squeezer. Oh. Uh, in nice. wave five of the Mattel Masters of the Universe. It was Eternia, or the Towers of Eternia. Uh, and it's the largest Motu toy ever produced by Marvel. It's uh, three towers, a monorail track, and a vehicle that runs on the track around the entire playset. Monorail. Monorail. So uh, it's a lot of people call it the holy grail of Motu collecting because no one really bought. Everyone was kind of like over Motu by '86. Mm-hmm. Not me. I was still kind of it. Didn't, it was it was about when I got because real Ghostbusters came out in '86 and I was like I I was holding my He-Man. I dropped him and I picked up uh, the go- I picked up Egon. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, I never looked back. It was like Buzz Lightyear. You know, was that one commercial or is that like an amalgam of? That was one commercial. It, I honestly got it. It sounds like Eternia is like a cologne. Mm-hmm. Eternia. Yeah, well, well, that's all they did. They get the. They, I like how they get the batteries not included out of the way pretty early too. Yeah, and it was like a hundred bucks, uh, so no Jeez. one bought it. And there, it was. It came with like a thousand parts to put this fucking thing together. It was like an IKEA fucking couch. <laughs> and of course super fragile yeah it looks a little uh del yeah delicate i'm looking at the so it was the central tower was the largest of the three towers uh approximately 31 inches tall it has four Ooh. floors the base uh the two mid levels and the top parapet yep all right look at me the oh, yeah. base of the central tower has a moat, drawbridge, and guard line. The lion's arms move to capture approaching figures by uh, a little small lever at the right side of the base. Um, most of the weapons that came with Castle Grayskull and then later were released in a weapons pack are actually sculpted into the bottom of the moat. That's pretty cool. Like they were like lost in battle. Okay, I yeah, I'm looking. I'm trying to find a one that gets in close enough. Um, there's also like various bones and footprints, uh, and there's a monster that's uh, sculpted at, under the drawbridge at the bottom of the moat. The lower level, uh, the lower mid level of the central tower has a computer console mounted on the wall. That's the computer room. You know, it's where they got get on the Prodigy or AOL back then. A, a, command, a, a command console seat suspended from the ceiling allows figures to sit at said computer. And the upper mid-level has a command console seat that uh, fits, 
has a slot at the top of the command council seat fits through. A gold circular piece of plastic locks a chair in place, and the seat can be moved by shifting the circle around. And then the top level of the central tower has space for red and gray laser blaster cannons. Uh-huh. Mm. Wow. Once, once you I, – I just saw a picture with, like, actual figures in it. Yeah. It's impressive. Oh, it's a big son of a bitch. Uh, then there is – the Grayskull Tower, which is modeled after Castle Grayskull. It's essentially, uh, you could have this place set and not need Stake Mountain or Grayskull Tower, uh, or Grayskull, Castle Grayskull. This is, uh, the central feature is a prison and prison gate. To close the prison gate, a ball is attached to a chain that runs down the gate. The chain is placed over the brace on, on the monorail support, and the ball snaps into place at the end of the support. When a vehicle comes by on the monorail, the balls knock free and the prison gate slams, shutting, capturing any figure inside the tower. It's like a like a mousetrap. It's like situation. like mousetrap. Yeah, beat, beat me to it. Uh, the Viper Tower is modeled after Snake Mountain. Its central feature is the Viper Head, which can periscope up from the main tower section. There are four chains that run from the monorail support to the collar around the Viper's head. The monorail system itself is made up of thirteen pieces of monorail track each. Eternia comes with three vehicles designed to travel on the monorail track. The power module is a small battery-operated engine that can connect to any one of the three vehicles and power them around the track automatically. Wait, what? Yeah, uh-huh. It's not just a... Oh, man. Yeah, there's the battle tram, the sky cage, or the jetpack fighter. The battle tram uh, is probably the coolest out of all of them. Yeah. And there's tons of accessories and weapons included with the Eternia playset. A gold weapons rack, gold ladder, four silver, gra- four silver grappling hooks. The weapons include a silver crossbow, a silver sword, silver wrench, tons of shit. Um, yeah, that's a, and it's a big fucking motherfucking cocksucker of a place at. Like the central tower itself is, is massive. And the three flags at the top. Uh yeah, I'm looking at the assembly instructions. <laughs> yeah, you are. It looks, like, it, it looks like that coffee bar I just put together. All this information I got from He-Man.org. And these figures, if you look at the picture, like Battle Cat and Panther, Panthro are like walking on it, and they're not small. No. They look small compared to this fucking playset. Damn. You could have Eternia in your palm of your hands. I add none of this, so, you know. If you go to He-Man.org, he has pictures of the instruction booklet uh, scanned in so you can see all the pieces and stickers and everything involved in putting this together. That's he also, or they also wrote the breakdown of, of of, of the playset itself because I never had it and couldn't tell you what it is. It's something I always wanted something i always lusted after at the age of four and beyond <laughs> and uh i almost yeah. bought one at a show back in 2001 what were they asking for it do you know uh like 75 bucks which fucking pisses me oh off, you, know? you should have bought that yeah i know because i'm looking now and 
It wasn't what? mint. New. It was used. But... Uh, still, even one out of the box. I'm looking at one. It doesn't even look like it has the pieces. And they went like almost 600 for it. Yeah, well, everything. The price of everything is right. Well, that's now. true. Yeah. yeah, it's crazy. But that's the other like thing, too. Like To attribute they it to want... our podcast. Yeah, it's, it's for sale for that. They're not necessarily going to get that. Yeah. Okay. Um, moving on. Let's go to your first pick, Mr. Squeezer. Okay. Chuck Norris, Karate Commandos. Break it up, hang it down, fight force of evil forever than Figures sold separately. Location to bet. Assignment, recover stolen microchip. Protecting it was Super Ninja. Hi-ya! First, Chemo stood up to him. Hi-ya! And was downed. Then Reed Smith flew in. Hi-ya! And was grounded. But now it's his karate against mine. Hi-ya! Chuck Norris, Karate Commandos. Chuck Norris, Super Ninja, Reed Smith, Chemo, and other figures sold separately. New from Kenner. New from Kenner. All right. I'm not going to pretend and put on a face here like everyone else on YouTube that's you know has one of these now. I never had these. I never played with these. I never saw the show. Like Chuck Norris was not on my radar when I was three years old. Mm-hmm. And I think that was kind of the big issue. I think so what happened was 86 Chuck Norris is hot, right? Like he is like the commodity. And he's coming off of, like, a string of movies. Uh, He was, like, Delta Force came out earlier that year. Um, He did, like, Invasion USA and uh, A Force One, Uh, Lone Wolf, McQuaid. Like, all the monsters, but they were all, except for Lone Wolf, rated R. Lone Wolf probably would have been PG. It was PG. It would have been PG-13 had there been one at the time. Um. So it's along the same lines as like our R-rated, you know, action figure toy line that we did. But what they did was, I, I so there had to have been a meeting where someone goes, "Hey, Chuck Norris is hot." Now, mind you, this is Kenner, and like, all right, let's make some Chuck Norris toys. And it's like they like, what does he do? He's like, I he likes karate. All right, and now and that was the end of it. Um, there is a resemblance to the Chuck Norris figures and that uh, is a uh, uh, dark uh, darkish red haired man chiseled uh, wearing sick ninja gear and he does all kinds of karate chops and kicks and he fights ninjas and he has a bunch of other friends that are also ninjas Um, this should be uh, the greatest show of all time and it is because it's Chuck Norris, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but it's not. Uh, did you ever see the sh- the cartoon it's based off of? Nope. Or the cartoon that was made to advertise these toys? Nope. So I, I think it's cute. They kind of went should have watched it over quarantine last year. They call it a mini series because it only lasted five episodes. Oh yeah. Um, others would say it only lasted five episodes i think when chuck maybe they pitched it to him and he's like yeah sure and then he realized that oh i gotta shoot wraparounds for this in my gym and i have to do the voiceover what else was chuck norris doing i'm good i don't know making delta force two and then three and then you know eventually walker texas ranger and all that good shit um yeah so he the 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 wraparounds are great because it's like live action it's like the mr t show uh, it was really awkward because the one like he's like there like on a piece of gym equipment, whatever that 
thing is that he lays on and pulls his arms down all the time late at night. Uh, but then the camera pulls out and his leg is up really high, like a creepy boss on a on a, on a, a secretary's desk. <laughs> and he's wearing like these 80s gym shorts and you just see everything. Um, they actually brought in some legitimate voice talent um, to do uh, the other characters' voices, like Alan Oppenheimer's in it and stuff. But Chuck Norris voices himself. And it's like, hey, Chuck, yeah, what else uh, is Chuck can you doing? read this for us? And, like, sure. It's like, okay, we have to go and fight the ninjas now. Wow, that was a tough battle. Like, Chuck, it's not a menu. Uh, can you emote a little bit? Sure. Wow, that was a tough battle. All right, that's good. Thanks, Chuck. See ya. Um, really, literally, I, I would almost argue literally phoning it in. Uh, Hold on. What's the show called? Uh, Chuck Norris Karate Commandos. Commandos with a K. It's like they were uh, ahead of the... Uh, thank you, Matt. The, the, yes, the total gym. Uh... See, if I had a total gym from 20 years ago, it would still work, too, because I would never use it. It would be mint in box. Uh, okay, here's a trailer from the Warner Yeah, it's, it's rough. It's rough. There are people in the world who believe that violence is the answer to every problem. Chuck, I think Chuck, always Chuck Norris just straight ham in a bag. Like to play fair. Getting swole like in the gym with violence. tiny little shorts it's on. It's always my last option. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's not a lot of fun. Oh, now he's a cartoon. Does he talk in the cartoon here? Uh, no, I didn't watch the trailer. I was actually watching some episodes I dug up. Uh, it's not like a musical one. Hold on, I need to find him. I need to find him going over lines. Wagner! It scares the... Oh, yeah, I can't say that line. He... Um... He's shirtless in this whole show? Uh, no, undercover Chuck, he has a shirt a nice on and a vest. Have a nice but swim. for the most part, when he actually now has to get this shit thing done, off. when, when <laughs> work has to happen, uh... How am I going to turn this thing off? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, ba- yeah, that's when <clears throat> Battle Gear Chuck comes out. I'll pull the plug. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, and he throws... This- yeah, it's, it's fantastic. It, it's really worth watching, trust me. And in no way, like right now, knocking on my door, and he's just gonna karate kick me, and it's the end of it. But they aired this on Adult Swim. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, in that, uh... a couple of creeps named Angelfish and Super Ninja. <laughs> yeah, yeah it doesn't it sound like it's? It almost comes off as it sounds like it's the PSA at the end of the show. Right, named. <laughs> yeah. Um. So there were. A number of figures that came out with this line. Um, there were three Chuck Norrises. Mm-hmm. So you had Chuck Norris Battle Gear. That was Canada, and he so. looked kind of like, and that's what he dressed like for the majority of the show. Uh, and he almost looked like it was like he was wearing something out of like Motu. Uh, it's these bright red tights and a blue. Yeah, that's what he's rocking uh, here with the abs glistening. Yeah. Oh, they, oh, he's ripped to high heaven. Uh, and of course it's Kenner, so they all have their own kind of cool little action that um, 
makes them nearly impossible to play with because of said action. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. In this case, you squeeze his legs and Battle Chuck's arms flail around erratically. Uh, then there is Kung Fu training Chuck, which is kind of insulting because Chuck Norris was karate, not Kung Fu, but we'll let it go. Um, and he's wearing another, I would say this is almost something like out of mask, um, some kind of attire. And it's the white mask with blue. Um, yeah, almost like it's like, I would call it his running man outfit. Mm, okay. Uh, and then uh, Chuck Norris undercover agent, which uh, it looks like Chuck Norris when he like, if you were going out to just, you know, cut a Christmas tree down, like jeans and a vest. Um, and oh, so Chuck Norris Kung Fu training. This is the weirdest one. He would, when you would bend him over and then like push his leg down, he would do like a donkey kick. And it was very, very strange action. Uh, Chuck Norris undercover agent, you would like wind his arms up and then hold his arms and then he would rapidly spin around on his arms as like if it was like skinning a cat hmm. and like his legs would flick around and he would kick. Uh, his buddy Kimo, he actually had a pretty cool action. Like you could squeeze his legs and his like torso would whip around, but his arm was also kind of floppy. So when you put the sword in it, it would kind of swing like you swing in a sword. Hmm. I uh, was yeah. thinking of doing uh, mask as my, one of my picks because it was huge in '85 and '86. I love me some. I had this tape of a mask episode that I'd watched all the time that I got from like Blockbuster. I was. I caught mask every now and then. I oh, didn't. Sorry, are, is this is this your passive aggressively yelling at me for bringing it up? No, it's not on my. Oh, okay, it's not on my. Because I even have a note to not bring up other. Bring up other things. No, it's not one um, of my picks. It was almost oh, it's going not. to okay. be one of my picks. Uh. Yeah. So then there there were two bad guys. Oh, we also had Reed Smith, which was like his buddy and Tobby, uh, a sumo guy. They did stuff too. Uh, and they have these real ornate, uh, all their weapons look like it's something that you would get out of like the decoration aisle, like a TJ Maxx that you would like hang on your wall. Um, and then there were two bad guys eventually. And then there were four. You had, uh, Ninja, uh, Super Ninja and Ninja Warrior. Super Ninja had dreadlocks. Ninja Warrior was just all in black. And then eventually, uh, the even though it was the exact same line in basic series, they came out a little bit later. Mm -hmm. It's not like they had a second wave of these. You had Ninja Serpent, which was Super Ninja. That was a different color. And uh, Red Ninja Master, which was Ninja Warrior. But can you guess? No. He was red. Oh. Yeah. Uh, now, you might think, okay, this is way too much awesomeness. How can I not, you know... It's Chuck Norris, and he does karate. Well, Chuck Norris has a karate Corvette. Oh. So, yeah, he had a car that actually had some pretty sick weaponry on it. Um, this is like the Batmobile meets uh, Kit meets uh, a Swiss Army knife. Like, shit was flying out from the sides, from the top. It's got these things that shoots off the back, and there's little pegs all over it so your friends can, like, ride on the hood while you're flying around it. Yeah, what those top out at back then? Probably like seventy-eight miles an hour, uh, burning all that gas. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it was. Um, it it's a very niche 
toy line. Dare I say it? Well, hell, it's 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 better than the Prince of Thieves. So, I mean, it's almost insulting to even say that. Uh, but yeah, it's fun just to know that Chuck Norris has it because it's not like it's a an action figure line based off of like a, a series. Like we talked. It was staying with the R-rated thing, like the Terminator lines. It's Terminator. It's clearly Arnold, but it's the Terminator. Mm-hmm. Or we joke that like Michael Keaton has an action figure because uh, the Bruce Wayne, you know, regular Bruce Wayne action figure is just Michael Keaton. But no, this is literally just Chuck Norris has an action figure and he does karate. Like it's literally. There's no, it's not like they took a franchise and made it. It's like Chuck Norris is the franchise. Right. That's what makes it awesome. All right. Moving on to my next pick. This wasn't made in 86, but I had it in 86, and it was pretty big in 86. Rub a dub doggy, soft little doggy. It can take a bath with you. Rub-a-dub doggy is watertight, soap-proof, and comes complete with a sponge bone from Ideal. Ah, <laughs> oh, boy. What a lie. This thing was not waterproof, water watertight whatsoever. So this was a dog that had a, um, uh, it was like a, a plastic like dog that had like washcloth ears. And it had like a red collar on his neck with like a handle on it that when you go back and forth, it shakes its head. So you take this thing in the bath with you and you get him all wet and soapy. And he had like a dog bone, uh, uh, a dog bone sponge. And then you like, you know, do his head thing shaking really fast and fucking splash suds and soap and water all over the damn bathroom. (laughs) We also had the Rub-A-Dub Doggy Bathland playset. Which came with mini rubber dub, too many rubber dub doggies, and like, like various little things you could play in it. But like, there was like a we had a whole set of bathtub toys. It wasn't like oh, expensive, yeah. but it was like toys that were specifically for the bathtub, like foam letters and shit you stick to the side of the the bathtub. Oh yeah, I love those. And just like shit, like the rubber dub doggy. And, you know, eventually water got in this thing. And, and just like any toy that you put water in, mold grows in it. And then you do the, the shaky and like black mm-hmm. mold would just fly everywhere. <laughs> Mildew and shit. Now, um, the commercials are very awkward because it's naked children in a bathtub. Um, I was trying to find like a good one. I'm like, oh, God, this is weird. And they made different iterations of them, like a Dalmatian. And it, it was uh, got bought by, I believe... Tyco, and they started making like uh you know you couldn't just be this couldn't just be a unisex toy that both girls and, and boys play with uh there had to be a girl version that had hair and st- as her ears instead of um washcloth ears and they were pink and purple and probably smelled like strawberry or some sh- artificial shit like that and you, you know, like the show, you comb the hair and everything. And I think my sister had the Tyco Rub a Dub doggy. There was various like Rub a Dub 
little rub-a-dub doggy toys. They, they made a whole line out of this, especially when <laughs> it sold off to Tyco. They really started like making different versions and selling the shit out of this. Because I'm sure it costs like three cents to make, and they sold them for twelve bucks. You know, it's, it's a hit, a hit maker, rubber dub doggy with his washcloth and go <laughs> spread shit all over the place. Wait, uh, Ryan, uh, what the hell? You've been in the bathtub for <laughs> three hours. I, I mean, um, the the fine line eighty six. It was obviously four. I was still taking baths, but mm-hmm. it's not much long until you realize that you want to take showers and you start feeling like an adult. You know, when you hit like 12 or 13, you don't want to take baths anymore. Oh, yeah. You definitely want to take yeah. a shower. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Just in and out. Like, you don't want to. Ryan, wanna why were you in the day. shower for 40 minutes and use the entire bottle of shampoo? <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> yeah. I can see the splashing around in the bathroom I grew up in, getting it all over the wallpaper and the carpet. Yeah, right. I don't know what they were thinking. <laughs> like, we we, we never, and it was like wallpaper goes right to the tub, and then the carpet yeah. goes right up to the base of it. We never had carpet in the, our bathrooms, but we had wallpaper in the bathroom, and we only had one. We had two bathrooms. We had the bathroom, which had the shower and the bathtub, and mm-hmm. then downstairs there was a powder room, which just was a, t- a toilet and a sink. But oh, see, yeah, we didn't even have. Like our shower was an afterthought. There was no original shower in the house. It was just it was one bathroom upstairs, uh, in the tub, and then there was a, an a bathroom on the back porch. Was that like- that we eventually enclosed when we put the addition on and turned that into like a, a half bath. Mm-hmm. Um, but then then they added one down in the basement to add a little shower. It was just a stall, but yeah. Everything was orange and brown. Yeah, ours was a yeah brown. Our bathtub was brown. Uh, ours was a powder room downstairs. It, that's what they called it. Yes. Yeah, I, I wanted to say powder room, but then people, what the hell is a powder room? It's like that's what they. Yeah. Now it's now they call I, it a half bath. Yes. I guess you can only take a half bath in the sink. <laughs> <laughs> Not a full bath. But yeah, the bath. Bathtub used to be a thing. Does your daughter have bathtub toys? Oh yeah. That's In fact, we thing. just uh, threw a bunch out because we did the assessed the potential growth for mold, and so did especially she... the little the little squirty water ones. Yeah. Um, that they love to just fill up and then squirt in their mouth. Yeah. Like that's you toxic, say, honey. You say they like we didn't do that. Oh, I know. But now that <laughs> I we... mean, yeah, I turned out fine, right? Sure. It's like, I don't do as I say, not as I do. Right. And I'm not talking about, like, you know, drinking or anything. No, I'm talking about squirting right. bathtub water. Al- alcohol's of- fine, honey. Just <laughs> yes. don't drink bath water out of the plastic mildew toy. <laughs> yes. Right. Uh, and, and so many, I, I've also noticed that uh, so many uh, little toys make their way into the bath that become bath toys that aren't. Oh yeah, I think be. that was the especially the, like happy happy meal toys, toys were the number sure. one thing. Like Rufio squirt toy from fucking Hook, that was a bathtub yep. toy. Yeah, yeah, the bath uh, uh, happy meal toys are are are. are uh, well, what is it? What, have you gotten them a happy meal lately? Like, what are they even offering? What is? Oh no, they're pretty sick right now. Uh, we did. We it was a little 
treat the other day. Uh, it, uh, it Disney, of course, and it, they actually split boy and girl right now. Really? Uh, which is yeah. Uh, and you can either get the girl toy, which is Disney princesses. Uh, and they just seem to be like little statues of Disney princesses. And then the other one is Star Wars, and it's actually this sick. Uh, it's a Chewbacca and the Millennium Falcon, and it shoots little paper discs a la the Ninja Turtle pizza shooter. Oh. Now, it's not motorized. It's it's spring-loaded, but it's actually pretty cool. Um, Did you get one for yourself? No, but we got one girl and one boy. That way they had one of each. So. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Now, Happy Meals aren't even fun anymore. You get, like... Fucking apples and milk in it, right? Uh you you can you can request. Uh, I mean, the milk is kind of like the go-to. You get chocolate milk or some shit, but you can still get you still get French fries. You get French fries and apples. Oh, you do. Okay, all right. Yeah, yeah. No, they didn't. They didn't make it entirely healthy or healthful or whatever the hell. Wait, you what, say. what do the girls go with? They go with the burger or the chicken nuggets? Oh, we'll give them the chicken nuggets. And yeah, that's all I eat. Too. Like one of it, like one chicken nugget. What? Yeah. Oh, coming from you? I'm surprised you even finish a full one. I think I was able to eat more as a kid than I can now as an adult. Yeah. Uh, I had like an insatiable they would, uh, appetite as a child. They, now. They, oh, they love the fries, though, because just, I mean, it's just pure salt. It's it's uh, salt and artificial beef flavoring, of course. Yeah. What's not to love? <laughs> All right. Here, uh, we're ready to move on to squeezers. Oh, and I got I got to admit, Matt, don't be mad. I, I met Chuck Norris is an amazing martial arts and yes i know he's a kickboxer and he was awesome with bruce lee i just what, I what wanna, is matt i don't want to i don't i'm matt retract he said that he was a kickboxer and no. I, I i admit he was and i don't want to disparage mr norris in any way whatsoever because i don't want him to kill me nightish um uh is, is matt your friend matt no no this is a different matt What's no, up, Matt? Matt. There's some retracted messages here. Oh, that, that was you uh, mentioned the the Chuck Norris thing. Oh, I just I wanted I wanted to make clear that I was not disparaging Mr. Norris no. in any way whatsoever. He's not like that the other guy from the that cried in the fucking plane movie. What? What's his name? The uh, fire down below guy. The cage. Steven Seagal. Steven Seagal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's him. Yeah, no, Chuck Norris actually kicks ass. And I'm sorry, Torpedo Run is not on my list. I was looking into it, but I never actually had it. So I, I never heard it. of it. So let's move on to your okay. actual pick. Speaking of it's no one ever having. Ready for fun? Move it left, move it right, move it up, move it down. The Edge Sketch Animator. It brings drawings to life and life to your drawings. It's going places, going places. Batteries not included. The Etch-a-Sketch Animator, new from Ohio Art. I was looking at the, in fact, I put it on our, our cover picture there. You see it? Oop, hang on, let me, because I slide off to the side. Yeah, there it is. So I was looking at this, I was like, if I had this in fucking 86, it would have just pissed me off. <laughs> yeah, it would. Um, Did you actually have this? I was thinking that. No, uh, I didn't have it personally, but it was the perfect... I, I played with it in a sense. Um, this was one of those toys that eventually ended up in the bottom of like the toy box 
at a like daycare or nursery or like at in my case i think i remember playing with this in the um like the playroom at church like for sunday school in the basement it's like when you couldn't shut the hell up in church and you're like Shh, god can hear you stop go play downstairs and like all right sure that's the case i'm gonna make a scene every time uh and then you go downstairs and there's just a bunch of broken toys and the etch-a-sketch animator would be down there um and so this was uh yeah released by ohio art i don't know how you couldn't tell with the big ohio art down at the bottom um and i've never played with it in the sense that it was intended to and i don't think anyone actually did because drawing a cartoon or even using a regular etch-a-sketch requires some kind of skill but to do this, what they are doing and what they show in the commercial requires so much skill and patience and talent and, and commitment and time into doing this. Right. No kid, especially you or I, mm-hmm. are going to commit to doing this to make uh, what could potentially be like a four-second animated scene. Right. Uh, so Now give me it, a giant fucking packed marijuana joint in my junior year of high school in this thing and I'd have oh. made magic with it. <laughs> oh, but no, not in 86. Yeah. I, I so, saw there was a 2000 version of one. The Etch yeah. Sketch Animated 2000. What what did that do? Uh they added a memory card to it hmm. so you could store more more frames. Um and there was, I think, like noises or something. They 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 added to it. Oh, there's a touchscreen. Uh, which one was that? Wait, nineteen. It, it was called the two thousand, and it came out in, in nineteen eighty eight. Yeah, yeah. What the fuck? Yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm guessing that they thought, well, this will hold us over for the next twelve years, and then we'll come out with the Etch a Sketch two thousand one or something. Um. So the animator comes in at a whopping uh, a, a a monochrome dot matrix uh, forty by thirty resolution. Uh, I was I was going through it. I was actually trying to find like statistics on this, like how big was the screen, like what was the resolution, and then it occurred to me I can just count. <laughs> so I just pulled up a picture of it and I went through it and I just counted the individual pixels. And yes, it's a 40 by 30. And you can save up to 12 uh, specific frames of animation. So you can you draw your frame, and then you can save it, and then you can draw another one. And you can do it up to 12 times. But then you can repeat those fr- frames up to a total of 96 times. So if you make something that's like exactly 12 frames long, you can then duplicate it up to eight times. I did the math earlier today. Uh, so you can, I don't know what the frame rate necessarily was, but I'm guessing if it was like a movie that's 24 frames, you can animate something that's four seconds long. And it would take you forever. Uh, I, w- I was doing just a little research, reading up on people that did try to play with it in their actual intended way. And, I was a Magna Doodle fan myself. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. That's fun. Like, Magna Doodle was way more fun. 
Or like a spirograph. Just let you lead the way. I'll just go wherever you take me. I'm like, ooh, that looks nice. Um, but yeah, when I played with it, it was either broken entirely, and it was like, oh, this is cool. It's like you play with it like it's some kind of future toy, you know, and it never powers up. Or I would never actually animate with it because by then the instructions were gone, and the controls for on slash move, animate, save, draw, next, reverse, recall, erase, you don't know what they exactly do. So you just kind of draw something, and then like, the batteries fall out the back because the back is missing. Um, and then you move on to something else, and you drop it and it ends up back at the bottom of the toy bin. Re- remember, um, in the same vein of all this, remember those like cardboard tablets you'd get that were licensed to like any movie or cartoon at the time that had like a yes. little red plastic pen, and it was like a like a sticky black thing underneath and a, like a silver sheet on top of it. And you could mm-hmm. draw on it and it'd show up with the plastic pen that was just plastic. It would just, it pushed down on the sheet and then yep. you just lifted the sheet and the drawing would go away. Like they licensed those for like everything. Yeah. They were glorious. They were the perfect, like here, stick you in the back of the car with one of those. Right. And you, you can only get them at like, like CVS or like a grocery store. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But yeah, that was that's not even a thing anymore, right? No, they're still they're still around. Yeah, the big thing now is is the um in that same vein. But are you the could paint. you could buy like a fucking cheap uh tablet, like computer tablet, Android tablet for the same price they sell those things for. <laughs> uh yeah, but kids like the simplicity. Mm. Like the thing now is the the paint by color uh like little water brushes. So it's a it's a little book, like four or five pages, like hard cardboard book, and it's like a picture of a dog, and then you fill up this little uh little tube with a little f- brush on it, and it, you brush the water on it, and as you brush the water on, it changes color, and you basically just you just wipe water all over it, and it the oh. colors come through. Ah, uh, they used to have like a a paint. Like it was a paper, like a thicker paper, and below there was mm-hmm. like a palette, and it was just like ink. That when when water had transfer a little bit of it, and then you could brush it onto the paper. It was so cheap. Mm-hmm. Well, well, these what's nice is it dries and it goes away. Mm. Oh really? And you can do and it again. You can. Oh yeah, and it's great. Like those, you throw a couple of those. Like you're going somewhere, you throw the two of those in the bag and hand it to the kids, and I think it's great. And then you know the one like does it, and then like steals the other one. And then the little one, she doesn't care, and she just takes it, and she's just drinking water out of the brush. She's like, ah, eh, whatever, it's clean. Um, but yeah, that's the new. That that's we have a ton of those, and it, it's in that same vein. Like you, I can hand her a phone, like I try not to do, but and she can unlock it or try to call nine one one or lock it completely. Uh, but you'd rather just. Do the simple. I think they'd rather have the simple little like paint by number etch a sketch kind of thing, and that's why I think the the deviation here, they got way too complex for their their market. Like You're whereas right. the etch a sketch is great, it's simple. It's easy. You just you doodle and you shake it and it's done. This, if you had the time and patience, I guarantee you this was, and and it was cool. The idea was cool and the commercial was great. And like. And the kid like gives you like a thumbs up at the end, hmm. um, but and maybe 
who knows, this might have been responsible for, if it's responsible for maybe one or two kids out there that played with this and now they're working at Pixar. I mean, and then it was worth it. Godspeed. Um, maybe not $90 off the bat worth it. I, I constantly think, Squeezer, I have this BitBoy, and it's it's like the size of, I don't know, like a credit card, but a little thicker. And I have on it every single Nintendo game ever made, every single Genesis game ever made, every single Super Nintendo game, Game Boy game made. And I just think if I could go back in time and hand this to young RK, like it would, I would never have been bored on a car ride again. Like it would, it would be like hours. We used to play these video game systems and, and like here it is in a portable form and it lasts for hours and you don't have to put double A's in it. You could just recharge it with this battery pack here. I'll give you, and this gives you a fucking 20,000 charges. Like, fuck man. And, and kids are still bored. So I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, you would you would have stopped. You would have found some other way to. But how comes we could sit in front of this at home? I don't know. I play my Game Boy like all the time. I'd be like laying upside down, like on the floor, like holding my Game Boy up above my head, playing it on the the console. Like if I had this thing, I I, I think, I don't know. Oh, but in I don't know. Something about in the car is different. I think it's because you have options. Whereas at home, you're like, oh, I could go up and do something, but I'm not. I'm just going to sit here and play Game Boy all day. Or I can actually boot up and play the Nintendo, but no, I'd rather just sit here and play Game Boy. Also, because so, I play since, Wario. since in the car you have no options, you don't want to play it? You, you don't have any options, and you get that restless leg syndrome thing, and then you just want to, I, I don't know, your mind starts to wander, and I don't know, it's just... I I don't I honestly don't have an answer for that but yeah I I can only play games so long in the car versus when I'm at home when I would want to do it all the time not me like and I, well game it wasn't the same it was wasn't the same Cause there was no backlight or anything and it was tough to see yeah but emotions you get sick I don't have I don't have that issue oh. but so that's not the problem but like if mm -hmm. I had this little bit boy back then. I, I think the problem is too many options, too. Too many game options. When you have every game, you don't know what to play. Yeah. Yeah, it's a Netflix uh, thing. Right. Yeah. That's what we talked about. So the poor people at fucking... The, the one... The, we, I watched the movie, Enchantress and I watched uh, The Last Blockbuster. And the people who made it reached out to me back in November, and they sent a link for me to watch it for free to talk about in the show... And I just, it just completely wasn't on my radar. I didn't watch it. I, I, I apologize to everybody who made The Last Blockbuster. It's an incredible movie. It's on Netflix. Watch it now. It's really good. It'll really make you, all of us who grew up renting movies, the sentimental feels. But, um, like that whole option, like when you would go and, that's what you had to watch. And now you have every single fucking movie almost that's ever been made. At your disposal at any time, and it's hard to pick something. Mm -hmm. Or I'm still watching those awful documentaries they made you watch in high school. Right. Because, yeah. All right. Um, Let's move on. Is it mine or yours? Oh, yeah. It's, uh, it's your turn. Yeah. All right. So here is my third. Oh, this is going to be a good one. 
I'm telling you, Eric, I can make you a star. Really? Absolutely. Here, make up a song. With the Creative Music Maker, your kids can make up their own songs. Now play it back. I like it. Okay, now, you ready to sing it? On the radio. The Creative Music Maker, from Fisher-Price. Batteries not included. Now, about your image. All right, this was a toy that came out in 1986, and our parents actually got it for us. Um, or someone got it for us. We had it. We had this yellow a microphone that took... But the battery cover over the 9-volt was gone. So we eat, we always had a steady stream of E-tape because of who my dad was in the house. Mm -hmm. Everything was E-taped. Various colors of e-tape, <laughs> e-taped everything. The batteries in my Game Boy, e-taped. We lo you lose yep. the cover, the battery cover to every fucking thing you have, but there's you got plenty of e-tape to secure it in there. So it took a nine volt, which are kind of harder to come by than your just you can't just pull the double A's out of the remote. So you got to get yourself a nine volt, and then um, this thing had like a little the like, keyboard built into it where you could either play preset tunes or like play record it had a little bit of memory and you could record your own and it was like beep, deep, deep, deep. you heard that on the commercial but it was also an fm modulated microphone so you could tune in the back there was a tuner and you could go to your stereo in your house and tune it in so that the microphone would come through your stereo speakers but like if you got more than like a foot away from your speakers your stereo it, it wouldn't work so eventually this became my Howard Finkel WWF microphone. I had the, the ha uh, Hasbro microphone that actually had like a, mic um, uh, a speaker built into it. The Vince McMahon, it had the mic cube on and it played different sounds. <laughs> but this was, I didn't, until I got that, this was how I did my announcing. And I think that thing broke and this thing worked better. But what I did eventually was, um, it had one of those, uh, wire antenna ports in the back. So we had, we readily had coax, uh, RJ 46 cable. Um, I believe that's what it is, right? Oh uh, yeah. 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 Uh, in the house. So I took that and I stripped off the copper part and I put it in the antenna hole and then you clever son of a bitch. And I, and I ran it, 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 it just, I e-taped it. To the microphone. I didn't put it anywhere. I just e-taped it to the microphone and the bare piece was, was sticking on it. And and I had that as that was like my mic cable, so I could go into the ring and do my announcing. Uh I like <laughs> like usually like I made up my own wrestling persona at some point, but like I usually like to either be HBK or Razor Ramon. And I'd trill my R's. Razor Ramon. And I made Razor's gold out of um, a bunch of paper clips. That's, so that's there's a Staples opened up at the the South <laughs> Mall, and you could buy like a billion paper clips for like five bucks. So I got all these paper clips and I made like Razor's gold necklaces out of them, and I'd wet my hair and like grease it up, and I'd come to the ring with my Razor's gold. I'd take it off and you know place it to the side. Oh man, I'd, I'd razor's edge my Hulk Hogan bed buddy about a thousand times. Oh good God, that humanity! Oh what a maneuver! And when I did HBK, my sister had these like sticker earrings and like clip-on oh, ones, no. so I'd wear those to be HBK. I loved fucking John Michaels. I wanted to be the sexy boy so bad. 
The heartbreak kid. That's the heart. The childhood dream. Oh, good God. So I would announce myself as HBK. Coming to the ring, the heartbreak kid, Shawn Michaels. And the incredible, I had the incredible, so I'm going to talk about her later in the show, but Stephanie Eskandar, I, I, you could listen to my interview with her. She not only did the Bed Buddies, but she did the Marvel Superhero Buddies. I had the Incredible Hulk one, and he was diesel for me when I came to the ring. He was my enforcer. Wait a second. What? What year was this? 94. <laughs> okay. Yeah, All right. It's probably too old for it. I was 12, 11. All right. Yeah. Uh I was dropping sweet chin music on anybody who looked my way. <laughs> Did anyone ever confuse you for the uh, for the two of them? No, unfortunately. I still, my two, I mean, I, I love me Macho Man. I love Hulk Hogan. But mm -hmm. probably my two favorite wrestlers beyond that are HBK and Razor Ramon. Like people who shit on the new generation and, I, and then Hitman after that. Like, if you think about the future of wrestling, like the bridge to get wrestling to the biggest time ever, the the Attitude Era, it was that new generation. It, it, the bridge from the Golden Era to the Attitude Era was fucking Bret Hart. It was Shawn Michaels. It was Diesel. It was Razor. Mm -hmm. It was Scott Hall and Kevin Nash. Like that, those were the guys who got them from one generation to the next. Yeah. It, 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 the top of the card carried it. Right. But specifically, the, even Undertaker, I'll put in that. Like, under, like those wrestlers, like, not only the Attitude Air, until, like, till na like last soup, like last WrestleMania was the first WrestleMania since WrestleMania 4 that didn't feature either Shawn Michaels, Triple H, or Undertaker. Damn. Yeah. So I know a lot of people hate on HBK, but man, guy's a legend. I have my HBK. I definitely need to get that Razor Ramon Intercontinental belt. I have the HBK championship. I need the Razor Ramon Intercontinental. Back when the Intercontinental championship meant something. Mm -hmm. When Piper and Perfect and Bret well, Hart and HBK. Explain to me, though, the difference between the Intercontinental belt and the world belt so so intercontinental I, would be the champion across all the continents the world just includes the oceans then that's let, why it's bigger hold on i'm gonna set it up for you in boxing and in mma they yeah. do weight classes yes now in wrestling everyone's a big bastard and the intercontinental champion is eventually going to uh, probably will eventually be on the road to be the world champion but sure. They, they can't call it the lightweight or the featherweight because they're all massive, like on the gas, juiced up bastards. Yeah. So you can't have the lightweight and the heavyweight. So and they had well, the they had a cruiserweight belt. Eventually, yeah, the cruiserweight never really went anywhere in WWE. No, it didn't. Or the light heavyweight belt. They had that too. But the Intercontinental and the U.S. title, they had the U.S. title. But the Intercontinental title was a way of saying we here's another heavyweight champion. But he's only the Intercontinental. He's not the world. And then, of course, they had the Universal <laughs> title, too. Yeah. 
So, you know, it's just another way to say, here's another heavyweight champion. And the IC title oh. was like the workers' title. Like, that was always, there was a lot of prestige in the IC oh. title. Oh, I was always, I mean, your your IC title matches sometimes outshone the big boys. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the eight f- fucking, the biggest intercontinental title bout of all time. IC title versus IC. No, 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 no. Not the oh. WrestleMania three Steamboat Macho Man match, which was amazing. But IC title versus IC title ladder match from WrestleMania ten, Razor oh, Ramon versus HBK. Yeah. So yeah, that was uh, the creative music maker. Uh, <laughs> was it? I certainly got creative with it. <laughs> you sure did. Uh, when you played this thing, um, did like Wildor show up in a portal up into Eternia? Or <laughs> I wish that would have been fucking. Then I, I wouldn't have had that get the place set. I would have been in Eternia. <laughs> <laughs> I guess everything kind of just sounded like that back then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they really couldn't. Those you get those little pianos from the dollar store, and you play Frere Jacques on it, and then then I kind of coveted stuff like this. Is the kind of stuff that you would see in like uh, the J.C. Pennies or like the Sears, like in the Wish Book or something like that. It was buried in the Wish Book, actually. I know, but I would go deep. Because I would go, I would go and like stare at like the dark boards and shit like that. So <laughs> you'd pour over crossbows. When I say you, I said I mean we. We we would yeah, pour we, over yes. the minutia of everything in those wish books, and like mm-hmm. there would be tattered fucking Bibles to us. Fuck church on Sunday. The wish book was our Bible, and consumerism was our god. <laughs> <laughs> I like this past tense. Like consumerism right. stopped being our god. <laughs> All right, here is your next pick. The For 1996, Now, I had to go with one that I could find that had the jingle. This is from 97. And even though Hess trucks aren't made anymore, you, or, I'm sorry, Hess isn't a thing anymore, you can still get the Hess trucks, right? Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Captain, yeah, I, think... I think, gets them for. He's the guy. He's your guy. If you need a Hess truck, he got him for Nicole on the third floor. I, I remember. Huh. Yeah, it's it's still it's still a thing. Um, and in '86, sorry, there wasn't. I found trucks. an '86 commercial. They they're up, but whoever posted them went and gutted the audio and just put a generic christmas music track over it so that doesn't really help me but in 86 and i know we don't think as like a hess truck is like a toy um no it wasn't that's I mean, why i was pissed whenever anyone got me for one yeah especially in the 80s because it was in the 80s when they were banks uh that didn't actually start until i think it was 84 was the first year that they actually made it a bank it was a tanker truck and then 89 was the last year it was a bank so for the majority of the 80s, um, 
you can keep your coins in there. And it was but always other than that, yeah. Why wouldn't it be a toy? It was always a holiday thing, right? A Christmas thing. Yeah, but it's also well, it's a toy truck, right? No, but it's there, fucking garbage. No, it is not, and that's why it's on my list. Because and hear me out. As I, a kid, did you I ever had have 19... a toy fire truck. No, I had 1994s, which was the fire truck. No, I didn't. Chris did. I hated toy trucks. I didn't want oh, them. No, 1994 was a lame fire truck. There's like a pickup truck with a ladder on it. Yeah, so we had 94. You could see, there's this one picture of me laying on my bed, like staring at the wall with our dog Casey, and the, like there's Viking shit all over my bed. And you could see in the corner the Hess truck is there, sadly not played with. <laughs> I had every. He- I had uh, from. Uh, 84 through 92 I had. So um, you had I the, got them Okay, I'm saying every year. So there was a tank there was the tanker truck. Yeah. Then there was the old-timey tanker truck mm-hmm. which was like a throwback to the original ones in the 60s. Mm-hmm. 86 is the red fire truck that we'll get into. 87 was like the tractor trailer full of barrels which mm-hmm. that came in handy for like G.I. Joe and shit, because now you have oil barrels. Yeah, that, okay, that up. looks fun. Yeah. Yeah, it was fun. Uh, 88 had, like, it was like a rollback, like a racing. Yeah, that, that had its one. own commercial, the racer, the Hess truck racer, right? 89 was the w- fire truck. It was just a repaint. But 89's fire truck was the first time that it came with sound. Oh. Uh, 90 was an oil, a uh, bigger, basically a repaint of the oil tanker, but modernized. And then 91 was another rollback, but with a slightly different race car. And then 892 was a tractor trailer with a race car in it, but it had a little display port in it that you can park the car in there. It's pretty cool. Um, but going back to 90 to 86. But all right, so all right, you never had a fire truck as a kid, I but did. your brother did. Tons of them, clearly. Yeah, tons of them. I would argue that, and and sometimes toy fire trucks can come in various forms. Some are pretty cool, some are pretty lame. I, I would say, if you consider, it's got to be considered a toy, even though it's a bank, it functions very well as a toy. That the 1986 Hess fire truck is the pinnacle of toy fire trucks. It is just fantastic. Even though 89 comes with sound, it's white. It's not red. Fire trucks are red. Unless you're one of those weird towns that has, like, yellow ones, but then you don't count. Um, this thing, it had lights. It had headlights, it had taillights, and it had flashing lights on the roof. All three com- controlled by different switches on it that you can turn each one on and off as you go. The ladder, full articulation. It extends, and it actually stayed up. It didn't just flop down. And it wasn't just some kind of chintzy thing. It actually had like hydraulic piston, like metal arms that could help raise it. It had rubber tires. God damn. It was completely chromed out, unless you got the ones that were gold, because I guess there's this thing in the 80s I was reading about where like basically the toxic chemicals in our paint would change the chrome to a gold color. So some were gold. Uh, it had outriggers on it that, like, the little legs would drop down in the back. So you'd drop those down and then put the ladder up, you know, for extra stability. And then in the back, there was a little, uh, really, the detail on this thing was awesome. It had, like, a little, like, um, like a geared, uh, like a wheel. Kind of like that stupid thing that Jack turned at the end of Lost that turned the temple into a spaceship. And then they went to hell. I don't know. Whatever. Um 
that turns and opens up, and that's where the coins would come out. But it also meant you have a little storage thing in there to store, I don't know, fire hoses or some shit. Really cool. Um, but And then all the little plastic windows, because it's a Hess truck. It's got a lot of detail in it. Um, you got all the little windows. Now, you can't put guys in there, but the ladder is a decent size, um, and it's strong enough. And I would say... If you have some kind of figure that's uh, like Dino Rider size size ish, uh, ideal for going to put out fires. So you can take little, you know, like dinosaur alien guys, and uh, go fight fires with them. Yeah, uh, I, I I think it, it's a I know it's a bank, but I I am I am passionate about my my Hess fire truck. I still think. I think my mom still has it. All the rubber tires are missing because they come off. So maybe there was a downside to that. And I know I broke the ladder. And I let a bunch of C batteries sit in it for way too long. So that's completely fried. But I I played with this thing nonstop. Like, I didn't treat it like it was a, a bank. Like, the, the tanker trucks and stuff like that, yeah, they sat on the shelf. But the, the, this fire truck, the red one in particular, right? Uh, it it saw its uh, it's it saw its fair share of action. The those uh, I don't know if I was your brother, maybe I was recreating backdraft the entire time with it, but putting on my sister's dollhouse, saving the day. <laughs> um. Yeah, I don't know saving what the hell. He was just dry, like moving around circles, going real, real. Saving the day. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> All right. Oh yeah. Well, it would. It could escort Ecto One. You know. That's hey, true. Light, you That's know? true. Yeah. All right. Um, we are on to my fourth pick. Yes. Here it is. Mom, here come the popples for your child. Popples are pals that pop out of pockets. Popples are pals that pop out of pockets. A soft fuzzy ball that turns into a friend. The fun keeps building and the laughing never ends. Popples are pals that pop out of pockets. They're funny, they're new, cause they turn inside out. And that's what popples are all about. Your child would love them. Your child would love them. Um... These are popples, and I talked to Stephanie Eskender. You could hear it in the conversation uh, that's on the archives and my interview with her. She was a designer. These were originally made by – hold on. It was called the Characters from Cincinnati. Hold on. Let's get the exact – those characters from Cleveland, and it was a subsidiary of American Greetings, just like My Pet Monster was. And mm-hmm. they're okay. marsupial teddy bears. And the original drawings you could see in her book, um, which she has for sale in her Stephanie S. Kender designs. Uh, <clears throat> um, this isn't like I'm getting a like like a hit and run. I'm getting a cut of it either. I'm just she's a nice woman who's <laughs> had a hand in our youth, so I'm helping her out. So there was a uh, the basic series had Potato Chip, who was yellow, Prize Pink, Putter, who was green, Pretty, who was purple, Puffball was white and puzzle who was orange which enchantress still has a puzzle on her bed in their office right now then there was carnival popples there was a ballerina a clown a chef 
and Red, who looks like a voodoo doctor. There was Baby Popples. There was Bipsy and Cripsy. There was Pillow Popples, so Party and Puffball. And there was Pocket Popples, which were adorable little uh, fold-up pop. And I, I remember them, and Stephanie said it's not true. I remember them having a bouncy ball in them, but <clears throat> I guess, I don't know, I might be like uh, Mandela affecting these. Then there was Pom Pom Popples, and there was Party, and she was a cheerleader. Uh, then there was Pufflings, which were strange. Uh, Puffling Popples. There was light blue, yellow, and white. They just went by the color. Um, <laughs> then there were Rockstar Popples. There was Punkity and Punkster. These things were so huge. And finally, Sports Popples, because boys like these too, so they couldn't just, you know, boys couldn't buy the girls' toy version. So there was basketball they 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 would fold into the ball they'd fold into looked like the sport so there was basketball football softball soccer oh i remember that yeah i remember those yeah uh i asked stephanie <clears throat> asked kinder if she got any of the because I, I got enchantress and my sister the uh funko pop popples i got them pc pretty cool pc popple uh ah, got yeah gotcha. yeah and <laughs> she was like yeah, but I don't like their black eyes. I I think I might buy some and paint paint the eyes on them. Yeah, because they had like really cutesy wootsy eyes. Mm. Popples, nineteen eighty six. My sister fucking loved them. We had t- tons of them. And that, and that's all I got to say about that. <clears throat> Not much to say about Popple Squeezer. Well, they're they're fluffy. There's fluffy little stuffies and big toys back then. Here's your fourth pick. Look, the Stentacons! Look, the Aerial Bots! Only the Stentacons! Only the Aerialbots have this kind of teamwork. Stentacons! 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 Uh, sold separately so brilliantly, so you have to buy them all to play with them. Because in 86... Now, we weren't introduced to uh, the Combiners in 86. We got uh, Devastator in 85, but he was the sole one. And then they blew up, and then they made a ton of them. Because, well, if you want the big robot, you got to buy all of them. Oh, yeah. And that's the way to go. Um... And 86 is a pretty big year for Transformers. Uh, they released a ton of different Transformers. You got So you had all, all the additional um, combiners uh, that came out with it. So you got uh, Superion, which is all the aerial bots that went together. Uh, Bruticus, which was all the Combaticons. I had Bruticus. Or most of them. I think I was only missing like one piece. Um, Predaking, which was all the Predacons. Uh, Defensor, which was all the Protectobots. They were like the the cops and uh, uh, paramedics and stuff. Uh, Menasaur, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which was uh, all the Stunticons. Uh, and then uh, a ton of other. Uh, they released a bunch of minis, uh, basic figures, uh, the Battle Charger. There was. Uh, 
uh, a lot of mini cassettes came out that year. Uh, a lot of Transformers hit the market in 86. Oh, and the movie. Um, which, uh, I think that's what... So, they, everyone kind of had their role in the show, but out of all of them, you, you can't argue that Devastator is the star, right? Out of all the combiners. Right. Like, he's got, like, the most charisma and, you know, the Constructicons, their role. But me, I loved my Bruticus because um, he was big and clanky and inherently very dumb because uh, he just followed Starscream's orders. And he, he was a good little drone of a robot. And my favorite out of all of them was his main, his base was Onslaught. This is like the densest, hardest Transformer I can imagine. It was a flatbed truck that eventually becomes the base for the rest of the... the he's the core. He's the torso, the body. Um, and he had no flexibility or anything whatsoever on his own once he became a robot. But I don't know why. I love this figure so much. And he could take a beating. Because um, he's almost, as a Transformer goes, he could match up, as far as durability, with like a Matchbox car. Huh. He was in, he was impressive. Uh, and then you got uh, Blastoff, which was like a military spaceship. Brawl, which was a tank. Uh, Vortex, which was a helicopter. And Swindle, which was a little uh, jeep. And combine them together, and uh, you got Bruticus. Uh, these... So, originally... The idea for the combiners was for them to actually come out fairly early right. in the releases, but just Transformers as a whole was doing so well in the ones that they were releasing right. that they kind of got pushed to the side. And then it's the fact that they just kept making more and more Transformers. They're like, oh, well, shit, let's do the combiners. Like, they got to a point where it's like, oh, we kind of need them now. And I'm happy for him because it was because even though like you had to you buy these extra transformers, even if you didn't get to create your entire like say Predaking or Defensor, uh, the transformers themselves, the individual ones were a little bit smaller, so they were more cost effective, therefore less expensive, and it opened up a way to get a few more transformers. You know, like, I wasn't always going to get, you know, like, a, a Star Scream or, you know, like, a, a larger, like, uh, how, like, even like a Dinobot or something like that. Sure. You know, but to be able to get the, since these were made up a slightly smaller Transformer, it was cool. You got to have a few more Transformers, even though on their own they weren't the most complex. But uh, I, I would argue it's both a quantity and quality thing because okay. they weren't necessarily at the same like, like at the mini level. Um, like I had like wheelie and, and um, pipes, which like they're literally like you do like one or two unfolds and they were right and they were done, um, which I appreciate. And I think I talked about a wheelie before on the show because he came out in 86 as well. What was cool is whereas like sometimes like you know in the show you wanted to go oh, eh, eh, oh, 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 and boom they transform. Sure. You can't really do that with 
like so many, especially like the jets and and stuff like that. it takes time. Whereas with the minis, it's like you can do that. Like you pull them open and boom, they're done. It's a transformer. You're ready to go. Um, but yeah, they it it was that was probably my favorite, the best thing I think to come out of the combiners is even if you couldn't put them together, um, it, it gave you the opportunity to get a transformer in a time where uh, maybe mom and dad didn't have to spend in cash to, you know put out for a, a, a larger piece that makes sense but, yeah i was never a transformer kid ever uh you didn't have the patience for uh etch a sketch uh animator right um yeah i i i couldn't i couldn't see you you don't like legos and nope yeah brutic bruticus is pretty much just a lego of a transformer so Makes sense as to why I never got into them. <laughs> All right. Uh, you're going to have to carve out a little time for this infomercial of a uh, toy commercial that's about to be played for my last pick. Wait, were you not done? No. I can't believe. No, I mean, I can't believe you got the. What? You're on your fifth pick already. I know. I, already. It's crazy. Sorry. Damn. Here it is. Now, this is about two minutes, so lock yourself in. Evil has a new name. It's Savage, the secret army of vengeance and global evil. Today, Savage and its diabolical leader, General Warhawk, threaten the freedom of everyone on the face of the earth. Can anyone stop Savage? Rambo. He's not just another Joe, he's a fighting machine. Expert in all tactical weapons and guerrilla warfare. Rambo's the one man you want when the going gets rough. But the fight won't be easy because General Warhawk doesn't fight fair. And he doesn't fight alone. Second in command is Sergeant Havoc. He thrives on treachery and dirty tricks. Mad Dog, he's one mean dude with a real short fuse. Gripper, a ruthless mercenary. He rewrote the book on combat. Nomad, a terrorist who's not above seizing hostages or planting a bomb. And the final member of Savage is the Black Dragon, a deadly ninja warrior. But if freedom and justice are to survive, the only hope is with Rambo and the Force of Freedom. Fighting alongside Rambo is Colonel Troutman, the toughest CO in the Special Forces. Turbo, an electronics whiz, whose inventions keep the Force of Freedom one step ahead of Savage. Cat, she's always ready to swing into action. And the White Dragon, who, unlike his evil twin brother, uses his ninja powers only for good. The battle will be fierce. It'll be fought on the land and in the air. But with Rambo and the Force of Freedom, justice and liberty will never surrender, no matter what they are. Rambo. That was <laughs> a minute 45 of Rambo. That was epic. Selling Rambo commercials. Now, these action figures of the Force of Freedom weren't the only toys. Uh, Coleco made these. LJN, on the other hand, had tons of First Blood Part 2 RP role-playing toys, um, including replica weapons that looked almost identical to real weapons. They just had red Rambo writing on them side, which you could easily shave off. And it looks like you have 
a fucking gun uh or like a a large bowie knife like crazy shit there's like um toy there was rambo toys for bikes to make your 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 bike like a a fucking tank that had like a handgun you could pull out there was a water gun that looked like a gatling gun i mean fuck there's so if you just look up rambo toys and just look at all the like ljn guns and toys for bikes there were rambo toys for bikes alone and there was an a rambo m60 that had a bandolier of bullets that would go through it like there was a uh rambo self-storing rifle entire rifle stores in stock that it came with a Bowie knife and like there was like the canteen mess kit, a Magnum compound bow and arrow set, military set, the Waterhawk Gatling gun, the uh, the Cap Master that played ca- that had caps that was like a mini machine gun. Next to all these Coleco, oh there was also a White Dragon a Ninja uh, toys squeezer, and there was a uh, God these are it, it, even at at, at dusk jesus right there was see if you could find the rambo full assault m24 like this thing it's like a a assault weapon for kids it's like identical that you have to build is it the 24 yeah the m24 the m60 is like the craziest with the bandolier that goes through it oh my my you're like you're like fucking carl Right. And die hard. Yeah. <laughs> putting that stra- put, he's putting that strayer together. It's like, exactly. Oh, God, I would have loved this. There was a, um, for the Toys for Bikes line, there was a grenade horn. Looked like, everything was like <laughs> weapons. There was weapons. And not only did you get weapons with the toys, but they had weapons packs that were sold separately, which was a common thing with a lot of figures back then. But they were like, you just so many weapons and the the Rambo combat set is my favorite. It's like a dollar store thing it comes with a compass, like a little like three inch that looks like a walkie talkie, um, a sheath with a string, a 45 pistol, a little plastic grenade and a plastic Bowie knife. Man. Yeah. There's so many like R- Rambo just was, we had so many of these. I had all the, a lot of the action figures. I had a lot of the guns, the water gun. Like my dad loved it because my dad loved fucking first blood. Oh, the Rambo, that's a good one. Was it? Uh, it wasn't. Was the water gun an Uzi? It, there wasn't. No, the Uzi was the cap gun. The or water was, gun was the Gauntlet gun. Okay, it was. Just, mine was just a different brand. It was. I just remember very vividly, like the the electronic. Yeah. yeah, ours was double yeah. A's. The batteries would store in the stock, or not the stock, the magazine. I said that last time. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, the the wa- look up the Rambo Waterhawk, and you'll see the water gun. Rambo. It was LJN, Entertron, the vision of LJN toys. Toys. They made Entertron made those little uh, yes. those little squirting heads. You you got like Ghostbusters ones and there was horror ones. Oh, is that like do they make the like, well no because that was Kenner. What I guess that 
the police academy tear gas and laughing no gas. that that was that was kenner but same idea that yeah. was kenner yeah yeah okay same idea. that was another speak it goes back to the first pick toys that you'd fill with water that you drink out of that eventually be filled with mold <laughs> and probably slowly start yeah. to kill you that was them, yeah. And nothing, nothing. Well, into my teenage years, there was no sweeter drink of water than drinking a drinking a shot out of your Rambo First Blood Part Two hot motorized uh, water hawk high powered water machine gun. Yeah, nothing like putting a realistic looking gun in your mouth and pulling the trigger right. so you can have a drink. Contains one. I, mo- I did that once. My mom walked in and she freaked out. Really? And I didn't get it. I didn't think anything of it. I'm like, what? I'm thirsty. No. It's like no. Yeah, uh, so this one, you'd fill the, the water would go in the clip, and that's how I'd shoot it out. There was like a little mm-hmm. hose that'd go in there that'd pull the water out, and it'd go. Yeah, you pull you pull that little uh, clear plastic tab out. Yeah, there wasn't much and water you'd, you'd to, either. Yeah, you'd, uh, you'd, you'd turn the sink on, you'd have to have it at just the right, because if you turn up too high, like it kind of just would splash everywhere and force right. itself and, and, out. And, you need just that st- tiny yeah. st- bead of water, right. and there and there wasn't much, like water coming out. Of it. Think of like, I mean, I'm not trying to to, to be too vulgar, but think of like your favorite Here male, your Here favorite male porn star. That's kind of how that was the action. It wasn't like a steady stream of water, like a super soaker. It was like it was like a yard sprinkler. No, because that's where I, I mean, I don't. You didn't have to bring that up. That's what everyone was thinking. Right. <laughs> and did you notice the NES music I played at the beginning of the show was Rambo? I I had a feeling that's what it was. Yeah. Uh... Yeah, I, I, I got I had I only had the Rambo out of this collection. And I bought him at the uh where the hell did I get him from? I don't know. Up in uh Williamsport. Uh what was the Look up do me a favor. The name of the store? Look up the official Rambo Jungle Kit. It's a makeup kit that has a, a bullet bandolier, uh, a f- artificial scars, uh, a red headband, and and war paint. <laughs> was that it? Was LJN? No, that was uh, Collegeville. Like the people who made those shitty. Um, Oh, uh, it looks. Is it like a Halloween costume? It's like a Halloween kit, jungle kit. Oh, also Arco. Yeah. They made tons of the guns. The enemy of Rambo, black dragon sound pistol that comes with brass knuckle uh, knife, slide out knife. It's <laughs> awesome. Could you imagine someone going, "Hey, we're gonna bring back the Rambo, uh, Rambo toy gun line." And just mm. watch people lose. You don't even have to. Just let it slip on uh, on Twitter, you know, or just just buy the, you know, get the domain and just watch people lose their damn minds. You drew first blood. The most dangerous thing out of all of this was the Magnum compound bow and arrow set. You could really hurt a motherfucker with that fucking yeah, thing. Well, yeah. Um. To be fair, it, we modified our Nerf bow and arrows to try to hurt each other. So <laughs> yeah, we did everything to try We're to hurt each other for a little, little this, bit of this fun. This would be like, it's just I know I, I love going back to the R-rated franchise things for kids, but like, could you imagine if they came out with if like, in in the Kenner model? I know there is a figure of this character out there, but it's for us. It's a collector piece. It's thirty dollars. It's not a toy line for kids. But if they made like a John Wick 
Kenner <laughs> toy line. Right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and all the fun ways that he can murder you. Mm -hmm. Oh, I just, I, I would. And all, and like a I bunch of gun face. sets branded John. Oh, Wick. yeah. Just the blister packs of guns. Right. Yeah, just. Glorious. It would be glorious. Uh, okay. Uh, Squeezer, we're on your oh, list. I do. Oh, oh. I, I don't want to move on before uh, pointing out uh, the anagram in your commercial for Savage. I forgot what the hell it meant, but. He explains. Hold on. What the hell did it even. What did it even. What did it even mean? Evil has a new name. Evil has a new name. The secret army of vengeance and global evil. The secret army of vengeance and global evil. <laughs> They, 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 do you think they named themselves that, or yeah? Do you think like because okay. nothing says you're a secret army than calling yourself a secret <laughs> army. <laughs> hey, uh, we're gonna call but ourselves secret. the secret army. Well, why would we call ourselves the secret army? That's really just blowing the secret. Yeah, but it's a really great anagram, Savage. <laughs> Okay. Did you run That's this by Phil? I told Phil. Phil's fine with it. All right. Why do you always tell me to fucking run it by Phil? Phil's not in charge. We're both in charge. All right. It's savage. <laughs> it's a great anagram. Fuck. Rambo's is called Freedom Force of fucking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Who would have like back then? It's like Savage and Cobra. Who like like. 35 years ago, no one would have thought like the, the evil global empire would be named Google. Or Facebook. <laughs> or Facebook. <laughs> there was also, we talked about Mask. Mask had Venom, vicious evil network of mayhem. Yes. And Mask least, was well, Mobile least, Armored Strike Command with a K. Yeah. Cobra wasn't an anagram. It was just Cobra. It was... Yeah. Ma Ma Mask was but, very deliberate with the capital letters and punctuation in between each uh, letter. Yeah, they. All right, uh, I think we can move <laughs> on. Secret army of vengeance and global evil. Global evil. I love that. That that's that is. Fantastic. Squeezer, that's not intercontinental evil. You know what I mean? <laughs> that's. <laughs> I got an idea. Why do intercontinental evil? We can do global evil. Nope, nope, yeah, nope. Intercontinental evil is just your basic bank robbing, you right. know, a little kidnapping. You ain't on the level for global evil yet when you're on intercontinental evil. The the honky tonk man of evil. Yes. Yeah. You're the working you're the working champion of evil. <laughs> you ain't hoaxer. Doot doot doot. I got an idea. Alright, squeezer, finally, your last pick. This is a this is a big jump from one to the other. Schools open. At the Fisher Price School, learning is just part of the fun. Hey, skateboards don't go to school. It's eleven to twelve. Time for lunch. <laughs> Where's the teacher? He's in the playground. Oh, she's jumping rope. He wants the seesaw. <laughs> The Little People School with Pullout Playground from Fisher Price. Oh my God, that almost put me to sleep. Oh, it's adorable though, isn't it? I never had it. It's hard to believe. No. I never had any. It's hard little to believe. People. Like I will say, 
in the same year that I was playing <laughs> with Rambo, I was also playing with Fisher Price Little People Schoolhouse. Yeah, I mean, we were a product of Jeffrey. He wanted us to have the Rambo toys. He didn't. Oh, look at these Rambo toys! It's pretty fun. <laughs> he he liked Rambo. It was a good movie. Little people didn't oh. have a movie. Sure. <laughs> I'm sure if there was oh, Caddyshack toys, he would have got his Caddyshack toys. To be to be fair though, I'm not quite sure what was more dangerous at the time, either Rambo or Little People. Right. Uh, was Rambo in the book t- entitled Toys That Kill? No. Okay. Well, Little People were the stars, so. Uh, Do you ever look at them? They're they're perfect uh, choking. lozenge size. Yeah. Ty Webb's rapey billionaire pool playset. <laughs> oh, this is a good one. Get Ryan that. <laughs> he likes Ty Webb. <laughs> you made me spill my beer. God damn you. Sorry. Um, oh, that's going to make a mess. The... The Fisher-Price Little People's uh, Schoolhouse. So this was made between 86 and 88. Uh, It's actually a real creative little piece. Uh, It's a schoolhouse, and uh, the front folds down that you can get inside the schoolhouse. And it's got a little chalkboard in there, and it comes with chalk, and you can draw on it, and that's fun. But what's the best part is, what's the best part of school? It's recess. Sure. And you can pull out the whole bottom pulls out and you have a whole playground there uh and you got a slide and you got like i'm guessing it's kind of like a balance beam that you can spin on uh there's a seesaw and like a trash can of some kind i guess that you could play with and a fence because kids love fences um and it has all kinds of other fun little death traps in it uh it has a trap door (laughs) that that drops you outside and it also has a conveyor belt, uh, a la uh, Nothing But Trouble. And it comes with a 55-gallon drum that you can also plan. So you could actually play Nothing But Trouble and have your own little Dan Aykroyd uh, process uh, Tupac and dump his little uh, little people bones in the 55-gallon drum. Mm. Take something so sweet and innocent and turn it that way. Um no, this is a really cool piece, and it's really, for what it was, really complex. They had, they had a little crank handle, and there was a conveyor belt. And that was the, the processing facility, if you will. Uh, and that was the cafeteria. It was on the roof, but whatever. It, you're three and dumb. Sure. So you put them there, and you crank the handle, and it's like, oh, this is fun. They're going down the cafeteria. And then, oh, we go down the slide. No. Um, if you turn it on the back side, there's actually letters and words that you could read and I guess learn um and it also came with uh what i always thought as a kid was a swing it's actually this mechanical like jump rope thing as you turn it the kid jumps rope right uh it comes with a stop sign and you also have a little flag for your school a school bus and the piece de resistance the coolest thing to ever come out of any uh fisher price little people's playset of any kind is the skateboard. Oh. The little Fisher-Price skateboard. That thing was awesome. Um, that transcended all the sets. It crossed all the way from the the schoolhouse to Main Street to the parking garage. You would take the skateboard and the little yellow kid with the red hat and go all around town Bart Simpsoning it up. 
Oh, um, God. Yeah. I, I didn't... So I didn't have this one at home. I was originally going to do Main Street because that one was fun too. We had that one. But this was the one that was uh, in the same toy box as... Oh, I thought you did the, do Main uh, Street. What's that? I thought you did pick Main Street. Oh I, No, I told you I was going to pick Main Street. And then when I was looking through commercials, I found a better quality schoolhouse one. And then I had such fond memories of the schoolhouse. Oh. And I came up with well, nothing I, I but put trouble Main, reference. I put so Main I Street. I put Main Street on the cover picture. Ah, it's fine. It's all the same. We'll talk about Main Street then too. Um, That's okay. Main Street was cool because <laughs> the best thing out of Main Street was it had all the little garages and doors opened. It was kind of like the exact opposite of like GTA, where doors to your buildings open. Um, and as a little ramp, the best thing, the coolest thing. And as a kid, like I, I was one for the details. Is the traffic light? There was an actual traffic light, and you spin the little doodad, and the traffic light can change. And I would just sit there all day and just direct traffic. I feel like, I feel like these are toys that are in doctors' offices. Yeah, doctors' offices, uh, daycares, preschools. Right. And in my case, again, like the nursery at the church, like the we are uh, we were never school, allowed to uh, touch that stuff. Hey, don't touch. It's covered in germs. Don't touch it. Yeah, that that's how down. like Mrs. Squeezer is now. I'm like, let him touch. It'll be fine. Uh, we're Eat never off allowed the floor. to touch anything. Little people, huh? Yeah, little people. Now they they changed them up. The ones that like my kids have now, they got a ton of little people, and it's they're much bigger, bulkier, and more descript. They have arms, and they're licensed as well. Don't you um, have the WWF ones? Oh yeah, I do. I have. Um, uh, yeah, I have uh, Macho, and Macho Man and Warrior. And there's... Or depending on who you talk to, uh, Macho Man and Miss Elizabeth. Um, Miss Elizabeth? So I, uh, a dear friend of ours. Marry me! Office. Who thought that? Uh, a, a, a very old dear friend of ours. An old, old dear friend of ours. Oh, Mike. Um, and who would, know, who would know these people. And he, he saw my... Um, Ricky the Dragon steamboat card I have on my desk that uh, Ferris sent me. And uh, first of all, he looks down and goes, oh, wow, that's Bruce Lee. I go, that's uh, Ricky the Dragon steamboat. <laughs> and then he got all excited over that. Um, and then, yes, Jake. And then I show him, well, hey, Mike, look at this. And I, I show him the box. And he goes, wow, Macho Man and Miss Elizabeth. And he's tapping what? it. Like, uh, Mike, that's. It's ultimate, and he's like, "I'll tell you what," and he starts telling me stories about him and Macho Man and Miss Elizabeth, and he keeps pointing at at Ultimate Warrior, like she, she, and I'll tell you what, she, and I'm like, "It says Ultimate Warrior." He's right wearing there. the face paint, and there's a picture of him, and it's the Ultimate Warrior. Let me tell you something, brother. I ain't ever sleeping with the ultimate warrior. Yeah, I'll get in the ring. I'll tumble around with him. But no, he ain't walking me to the ring. And he ain't going home with the macho man. It ain't ultimate man. Read the boots, brother. It's the warrior and the macho man. Miss Liz only. Yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Poor. I, I let it slide. I'm not going to. Um. I didn't, I didn't want to break it to him. Like, wow! Yeah, Miss Elizabeth. <laughs> like, that's 
Although, although Ultimate Warrior might have been past his time, so. Measles! Oh, that, that, that new wrestler, the Ultimate Warrior. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, and he never did Sports Fest. He never did Second Run Indies, so. No, that's that's true. That's mm. true. He was, uh. I don't think it would have been on any of those cards. No. No, it, it, not no. It wasn't. It wasn't like those uh, those bushwhackers. Or right. Anything. My good friends, the bushwhackers, which they are available for dates. Uh, you know. Hi, Mike. They're taking bookings. They're back on the scene. Oh, the bushwhackers are. Yeah. Oh, God be damned. They, uh, they are the making themselves. Available for appearances, um, both in and out of the ring. Um, I so, think they're both pushing 80 right now, so <laughs> I would prefer booking them out of the ring. But. Fuck that. I'm renting a ring, putting in our garage, <laughs> and booking the Bushwhackers to take on me and Jake. Yeah! All right. I'm going to make him lick Captain's face. <laughs> He'll love it. He'll be in the front. He'll be the only one in the crowd clapping his hands. Please don't shoot our fans. They'll love the gimmick. You know, you got to live the gimmick. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, this was a good show. A lot of, lot of toys in 86. We have our, our I yeah. promised I'd tell you our summer schedule, Squeezer. Okay. Uh, so next week we're doing soundtracks that were better than the movie. Then their first May show is Burger King memories. We're talking everything Burger King. We've done a McDonald's show. We owe Burger King a show. So it could be Kids Club. It could be fucking chicken sandwiches. It could be little mm. tiny chicken littles. Or, or not chicken littles. Burger. Those, those little, little hash brown. Those two. Um, fry little coins. Mm. Right. Uh, 512 Blockbuster Video Memories 519 Two days before Record Store Day We're talking Record Store Memories Which is like Music Store Being Memories Being able to pour Your own drinks Sorry I'm yeah, still Mixing them all Retro Soda On 526 62 Would be Blockbuster Flops So movies that Were supposed to be Blockbusters But fucking Stank it up uh, 69 Last Day of School Memories 616 Disney Shit We're finally doing it We're talking Disney Shit <laughs> That's is that the official title? That's the official title. I love it. Disney shit. Six twenty three. Our favorite retro video game music. Six thirty. Theme park memories. Uh, first episode in July. The water episode part two. This is when we get into some sequels. Summer blockbusters again. Summer memories again. Summer television on seven twenty eight. Then we're in August. Up all night watch along. We're finally gonna do it. This USA up all night watch along. Uh, <gasps> and it's gonna be late at night. 811 won't be a live show. It'll be pre recorded and we will pick a year. We don't have which year we're going to pick yet. Uh, on 818, athletes go Hollywood, and that includes wrestlers. Uh, 825, the dog show. We've done the bird. We've done the horse. We've done the shark. This is the dog show. <laughs> uh, I believe it was the avian and equestrian show. The canine show, then. Ah, nice. What's Not- a shark official? What's a shark, actually? A shark. Okay. Uh, a fish. Land shark. The pesca, Peskin show? No, okay. not Pesca. Nine, uh, first show in September. Te- it's all September is 1994. So it's television, movies, video games, junk food, and toys. Five shows in 1994. And that takes us right in to Halloween 2021. That is your summer schedule subject 
to change at any point in time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there the shark show is the Selachiamorpha show. Yeah, well, you hit the nail right oh, in the head. Yeah, the Selachia, Selachia Morphia? Sure. Shark show. Shark show. We will be back next week. Same rad time, same rad channel. With oh, more. There it is. There are more Rad Ears podcast. Please best way to get the show out there is rate and review us and just shit on me all over the review and my bad fucking impressions that's fine yep as long as you give us five stars you could sit down and take a giant dump right on my fucking chest for all i care (laughs) oh wow that that got colorful proverbial squeezer get your mind out of the gutter sorry next week we are talking best the soundtracks that were better than the movies. So movie soundtracks that were fucking awesome, but the movie stank. I already called dibs on one. I'm going to tell you after the show. Oh, I got, okay, I got, uh, it's probably going to be the same one, isn't it? Uh, it might Is not it be. a video game movie? No, no, no. Okay. Um, all right, that's all we got. I'm RK. Is it a Batman movie? Yeah, plenty of those. There's plenty of those. There's two of those. At least there's two of those. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Joshua yeah. Uh, sorry, go ahead. Um, yeah, so I'm RK. I'm Squeezer. See you next week.